Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast, episode 106. I'm your host, Rick Shields. I'm here with co-host Guy. How you doing, pal? You good? Yeah, I'm good. You? I'm very good. I'm excited. We've got a sponsor for the podcast today. That's why I'm feeling good, because you can get paid today, finally. The heat, we've not had the heating on for three weeks at home. Have you can't have the heating on, sorry. But today, we can eat, we can have the heating on. All is good. We'll talk about heating and talk about enjoying the warmth in a comfy chair, while maybe having a little whiskey or a hot chocolate or a little <laughs> beer. Well, today's episode is sponsored by somewhere where you could do everything that I've just said. The old course golf resort and spa in St Andrews. I mean, this was quite an e- this is quite an easy ad read because we have spent time there. It's one of my favorite hotels in the world. It overlooks one of the most famous well, the most famous golf course in the world and arguably the most famous hole on the most famous golf course in the entire world. Well, what's strange is we, we don't do many sponsored stuff, do we? Because for the podcast, it has to be the right product or the right, the right people. But the reason I was so keen to do this sponsor today was that I had arguably the best night's sleep of my life at the Old Course Hotel. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was the luxurious double bed that was soft but springy but yet supported, that like a big marshmallow. The room was delightful. Whether it was because the bed was so good or because I destroyed you on the golf course that day. You did. I don't know which one it was, but either way I slept so well so well at that hotel. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, slept, I slept well as well just because... I pulled off the best surprise ever. You did for your for your wedding present. So you, indeed, you did. If you remember, we also did the Min Woo Lee podcast there. Now, not heard of him since. Has he done anything recently? He's he's gone on to bigger and greater things. Yes, he, he doesn't reply to my texts anymore. <laughs> I don't think he even follows me on Instagram anymore. He's now flying first class here, there, everywhere. The old course does that to people. It does. It, it's a it's a it's a, a pioneer to help you become better. So quite simply. We're here to promote the Old Course Hotel because it is phenomenal. No, yeah. Uh, five-star hotel, um, spa facilities, the food there was lovely. We ate there a couple of times. It's got six restaurants there, 175 rooms, beautiful spa, penthouse suite. Um, and also, you don't only have to go there for golf. That's the thing for me, why I love St. Andrews. We've said this before in the podcast, and we'll say it again till the day I die. St. Andrews is the best place on earth, full stop, period. You've got the beach, yep. you've got the shops, you've got the culture, you've got the university where famously Prince William went. And met Kate. Yes. It's just, it's like a weird like vibe of golfers, cool, quirky students, nice old people, 
What else is there? Nice restaurants, yes. nice bars, good nightlife. Weirdly, I ended up in the student student union last time I was there till God knows whatever hour Too in, old the, for in that, the morning Rick. I was. Um, but also, you can do other things like it's even got on here like kayaking, walking, looking around the historic St. Andrew's um, town, like you've mentioned. Also, the Old Course Hotel, and we actually went up there last time we were there. They actually also own the Duke's Golf Course, yes. St. Andrew's. Yes. And we went there last time to. It, people remember we filmed the the uh, ping wedges up there. Yes, what a nice place as well. It was very good. A little oh. bit out of St Andrews, kind of town centre, but a very picturesque course, kind of like a bit more parklandy. Mm, very different to the kind of links that you would typically see at old old at St Andrews, but also an amazing golf course. I've played it a couple of times. Actually, really like it there. Um, just overall, the Old Course Hotel, an amazing place. If you've not been there definitely pop in if you can stay there do or if just go in for a nice drink or a nice meal or even like the little pub down at the corner the jigger in mm. like just everything about that kind of corner on overlooking the 17th and again for people listening certainly americans if you come over to st andrews this is the famous hotel that you dr- the players drive over the hotel on the 17th tee shot as they as they parade down the 17th and 18th hole en route to maybe lifting the claret jug, jug for the open and who knows 150th year this this time round. i'd love to say i drove over the hotel but i weaseled out and pulled it left and kind of click cut one down the left side of the fairway i didn't quite have the minerals for that but on a serious note yeah as you said it's a great hotel um and if you want to learn more about the hotel website is oldcoursehotel.co.uk simple as that and it's definitely worth if you are lucky enough to get up to that part of the world it's definitely worth staying I feel like today we're going to talk more golf than ever before. Arguably too much golf, I think. Well, I've only played badminton once this week and I got destroyed again, but I am Standard. getting better. That's I am it. getting better. It's nice to know that you keep getting beat. <laughs> I got beat five matches in a row. So, so far, I've probably played 15 matches. So far, I mean, mate, it's 15 nil. You're like San Marino. <laughs> You're the San Marino of the badminton world. You're just playing for the experience, for the fitness, so to represent your hometown. I enjoy it. My heart starts racing though when I get when I get closer to nearly winning, but I've not yet to win. As soon as I win, you will know about it on this podcast. Well, speaking of win, we have a game of golf last week. We played a really good game of golf. We're going to come on to that in a bit. Don't pretend you don't remember. Oh yeah, sorry, I do remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I do remember. Uh, we played we golf talk, we talk at more Formby this. Ladies, which is arguably one of my favourite golf courses I've ever played. Now, I've been with you a couple of... Well, I've been with you once or twice to film, and that was the first time last week I'd ever played it. And we will talk about it in a bit more depth later on, but what a golf course. But there's a lot of golf news this week, Rick. I don't even, honestly, don't even know where to start. My hat, my get, for people that are watching, you'll see my hat. It doesn't really suit me, this hat, massively, but I had to oh, wear okay. it today. Um, I'm wearing a TW hat for, you, for those of you who are listening to the podcast and not watching, because my friend and yours, Eldrick Taunt Tiger Woods, is back. Eldrick what, Woods? Taunt. Is that his name? Yeah, that's his middle name. You don't know oh, that. I honestly didn't know that. So learned fan. something new. Um... He literally broke the internet yesterday. Destroyed the internet. So I was quite fortunate. I've been, I'd like to say I've been on my phone less recently, but I haven't. Since I got this new phone, I've been on it more, which has annoyed me. But yesterday it was, it paid dividends because I was sat there chilling out. I'd I'd had the kids all weekend on my own. Claire was away in York with the girls. So I'd, I'd done all my jobs. The kids were happy watching a film, watching Paw Patrol film or whatever. And I was there, sat there, just having a little brew, having a little minute to Mm -hmm. myself. I'll flick on Instagram. Flicks Instagram, opened it up, bang. The very first thing that was presented to me, he he posted it within two minutes. It's almost like I knew. It's almost like he, somehow he told me. There was a video of Tiger Woods hitting what probably looks like a nine iron or an eight iron. Yeah. 
a three-second clip, which I've I've never seen. I, I think this is arguably bigger than the clip he released like th- five years ago when he when he came back mm-hmm. last time or three years ago, whenever it was. Um, because even though I think did we speak about it two podcasts ago, there was rumors of him kind of coming back. I think there was a picture of him holding a club, wasn't there? Yeah, something. that's right. Um, this before the new year before this year ends to see him hitting golf shots full golf shots was so bloody exciting it was i think he's going to be there for the masters and i, and I think he's going to be there for the open 150th at st andrews the open's the one for me i obviously love him to be at both the open's the one for me but like you said it's mad because i i saw that yesterday and like you said everybody and his dog was posting on social media and resharing it and stuff I got, and, I got in there early. Yeah. And it just kind of shows, isn't it, that I think some people do it just because they know they're going to get likes from reposting it, let's be honest. But a lot of people do it because they absolutely just love Tiger Woods. And it does make you realise how how big of a deal he actually is. Like, that sounds Huge. so obvious, doesn't it? But, like, when he does do these, when he has unfortunately been injured and then come back, it feels like there's a level of excitement that nobody else in the world of golf could ever, in my opinion, get close to well in fact i think if i just go on quickly um oh, i don't know if i'm gonna be able to find this quickly i'm sure that some of my biggest ever posts on instagram are pictures of him yeah. or videos of him because even that one yesterday i mean that that from i posted that video pretty soon after he posted it it's had twenty three thousand likes it's been viewed three hundred twenty nine thousand times i mean that's nothing compared to how many likes tiger actually had obviously tiger managed to get he got 3 million views on that video and it's had 519,000 likes. And everybody, I'm flicking through the like list, everybody I know in the world of golf, literally yeah. almost everybody I follow has liked that picture from fellow tour professionals to, to other social media personalities to other celebrities in different walks of life um, to different professional sports people in different sports. Everybody has loved seeing him come back. Well, there's two reasons, isn't there, why people like it. The first reason is people are genuinely just excited for their own kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, oh, not own benefit, but, well, it's supposed in a way, yeah, their own benefit of watching Tiger. They enjoy watching Tiger Woods. They see that and think, actually, it looks like soon he could be coming back and you're a fan of him, so you want to be able to watch him. Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, yeah. The second reason why people like it is because this man lives and breathes golf. Yeah. For him to have not been able to play, regardless of playing competitively, must just eat him up inside. To see him back doing what he absolutely loves and literally what he does best, how good you have to it, feel for him. How good is his upper body looking? He's looking lean. He look, I mean, his legs are obviously slim at the moment. Certainly his right leg in that sleeve. Actually, that sleeve looks sick. I, I hope he keeps go- that on. I actually Googled it last night to see if I could buy one. <laughs> why would you <laughs> buy why, a leg why sleeve? Not? Why not? Tiger wears it, doesn't he? Um, and and uh, his upper body, I mean, he looks He's so probably doing so ripped. much working out, is not he? ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, really, really exciting news. Um, it was very interesting that he posted it yesterday. Why? I just think a lot of things were going on yesterday. And he very conveniently posted it the same day that Colin Marikawa won the DP World Tour Race to Dubai Championship. Mm-hmm. Also, the day that... Rory McIlroy ripped open his shirt in anger after his weird. round. I, I just think on a Sunday, I don't know, it, it was just a bit like... There's one thing that could have topped that that video. One thing that would have absolutely made it just the best video ever. What did he post it on? 
Sunday. Oh, if you were red, if you wore Sunday yeah, red. That's true. That just would have absolutely been the the um, cherry on the top. Cake. Yeah, I, I I just think that it's a very 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 um, calculated time to post it. I'm sure it is. I'm sure he's not pressed the button and gone <laughs> like laughing laughing watching the TV going. <laughs> I'll post it now. <laughs> Refreshing the likes every five minutes like we would. <laughs> he's not going. Yeah, let's post it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm sure there's been. There's, he's got a team and every. You know, I'm sure there's lots to go on behind the scenes. There's obviously a bit of an ad there as well from the full uh, full swing. What is of, that? Is that a new simulator? Like a, a new launch monitor? Yeah. So he's sponsored by Full Swing. I've never heard of them before in my life. He, they do really good simulators apparently, and he has one in the house and this that and the other. He's kind of an ambassador, and they've just recently brought out a more portable device, almost to compete with like Trap Man or GC Quad, etc. So obviously, it's a bit of an ad in there as well which is what it is slight change of subject speaking of ambassador have you seen um i think this so this podcast coming out tuesday we're recording this on monday but some point today so what will be yesterday for listeners it looks like shrix and are going to be announcing brooks kepka has a full through the bag ambassador whoa yeah yeah i didn't know that so if you go on Strixon's twitter okay. there's an image it's 11 2021 so that will be today the date um and it's clearly brooks and they're gonna. So by the time this podcast comes out, I think it will be announced. Everybody wow. listening will know. But it looks like they're uh, signing signing Brooks, which I thought he was uh, going to be a mixed bag guy for mm. the foreseeable. Obviously, he's decided to go with the Shrixen route. Wow, which is interesting. It is because he's got his matchup against Bryson coming up very soon um, at the Win Hotel in Las Vegas. I think that's next week or whatever. Um, honestly, didn't see that coming, and I can't believe I've actually missed that. Um, but anyway, awesome to see him back. Tiger, get well soon. Get hitting full shots. I know you listen to the podcast. You're a huge fan. Uh, if you obviously want to clap, I'm, I'm open. My diary is literally free. No, we'll have to check the diary to see if we can fit him in. My diary is <laughs> Tiger. My diary is free. Anytime you want me to come over, you know, maybe give you a little bit of a chipping lesson. You know, what if he says, Rick, you can, I'll be on your podcast, but you have to tell me what my middle name is. What would you say? Tono. No. Tony. No. Tono. Tono. <laughs> you, close, you got close to taunt um, yeah come I'll come and spend if you want me to come and spend the week with you we can we can do some stuff to boost your social media I know you want to try and win that pip that player incentive he pro. just proved yesterday that he's the king of golf social <laughs> media it, it? It, how funny is that he, he just won however much that money that pot of money is worth is it like 10 million or something that, yeah, something like something crazy. I don't he know just won that one. yesterday, didn't he? Crazy, he crazy, crazy. Well, speaking of winning yesterday, obviously it was the um, DP World Tour race Championship to Dubai. in yeah. Dubai, and it was the race to Dubai final. Um, I actually watched quite a bit. The, weirdly, I, I, I think that time kind of works for yeah, me, being I on like the morning, because I kind of got up, watched a bit of the golf. I was really cheering on for Sam Horsfield, who obviously listeners will know. He's been on the podcast. We did a great video with him as well. He was in the final group of Rory. Yeah. He kind of fell away a little bit. It wasn't going, it just wasn't his day. I was watching it quite closely, and it just kind of, he ended up shooting 74, and it just felt like nothing was going right. He still picked up 110,000 euros, though. And he broke 75. And he broke 75. <laughs> so, <laughs> not that disappointing. You know what I was thinking, though? This is weird, right? This is a stupid thing to say. But obviously, he has won twice in the European Tour already. Yeah. He's an established golfer, really, you know, good player, clearly. When he was walking around the golf course, there was obviously crowds. I was thinking, I wonder how many people there in Dubai knew him off the back of the video. I bet lots, because nearly 2 million people have That's watched what that I was video. thinking, like, not suggesting that, that like, he needs that kind of credibility, obviously, but like, there will have been people that are going, oh, that's that lad that did the video with Rick Shields. Mm. I bet there was. Anyway, he, he fell away a little bit, but it's nice to see him competitive. And Very much so. It's weird how, I joke about this a few times, but a lot of the people that have been on the podcast on the videos have gone on to do good things. Min Woo Lee's had a great season. I think he came eighth in the race to Dubai. Listen, Tiger, again, I'm going to I'm gonna 
Tiger, I'm a good luck charm. Just come and see me, and I'm sh- we'll definitely win more majors together. Of course. Right, we've got a question for you, though, now. Together. <laughs> together, as a team. <laughs> as a team. So Rick takes one Instagram picture of you. You win a major. We get some of the credit. Right. <laughs> Colin Marikawa yesterday, shot 66. Yes. And he played incredibly. So he is just a tidy golfer. I just think everything about him just looks tidy. But I've got a question for you. Go for it. And this is a controversial one, so be prepared. And it's come from a question that we've had an email. We've had a bit of a dear Rick, really. Is he a worthy winner of the race to Dubai? Uh, well, can I just go to put, let me? I, I think I know what you're going to bring up. But okay. Go on. Well, yeah, you might know, but let me just for the listeners. So he won yesterday, so that's obviously unbelievable, and he has gone on to win the race to Dubai. But we've had an email saying, "Is Marakawa really a European Tour member?" So, uh, hi guys, great podcast. Possible discussion topic: Is Colin Marakawa really a European? Uh, tour member. He's played 10 events, six of which are co-sanctioned USA uh, with the majors and the WGC tournaments. And he's actually only played three kind of genuine, if you want to call it that, European tour events this year. So I had a little look this morning because I thought that doesn't seem kind of right, but it is. So if you look on the European tour for this year at Marikawa season, he has played, I think it is 10 events that come under the European tour. So he started off the season in Dubai at the end of January, which was the Amiga Dubai Desert Classic. So it's a genuine European tour event. I think he's sponsored by Amiga, which is possibly why he was out there. And he came tied 68, so he didn't obviously play great. He then won a WGC, which is really a PJ tour event, but it's co-sanctioned. He then played Masters, US PGA, US Open, obviously went on to win the Open. He also played the Aberdeen Scottish Open. So the genuine European tour event the week before the Open and came 71st, tied 71st, so again, didn't do great. And he then played WGC, and then finally he won yesterday. Yeah. So he's actually played three genuine European tour events, one of which is a sponsor. I think Amiga's one of his sponsors. The Scottish Open, to be fair, he's played in it, but it's the week before the Open, which is why a lot of the big names come, get a bit of links practice. And he's won the, the, the tour championship kind of final, if you like. So taking nothing away from him, he is an absolute amazing golfer. World number two, I believe, now. And he's probably going to go on to be world number one. I think he looks like a great guy, very humble, and has made it when he won the Open. But is it right he is now the European number one? What do you think, Rick? I must admit, I've, I am always shocked at the names that are, are leading the race to buy yeah. at the end of the season. Because it is always the real, real big names. You know, and typically they would have had... A good seasons but not particularly on the european tour like somebody who's played on the european tour for every single week is never going to win the race to dubai no unless they do really well in the wgc's which like you mentioned the co-sanction so you get points for the world golf championship or they do really well in the major tournaments uh, all four major tournaments. All four majors are co-sanctioned. Yeah, all the so, so they all they all count. So unless you've done them, if you've played every single European tour event and done really well, but typically if you're doing really well, a lot of the time you jump ship to PJ Tour if yeah. you can, or if you've done amazing in the in the majors or you've done amazing in the WGCs, somebody like let me think of an of an example. I'll tell you what, Minwoo Lee is. He he came sixth, and he is, I think, pretty much played exclusively, obviously, European Tour. Yes. So for him, he's obviously won. He's he won at the uh, Scottish Open. He's done nicely in major tournaments, but he's never going to particularly win against the Colin Marikawa for the race to Dubai, just because the points. 
as soon as you win an Open or you win a Major or you win a WGC, then you throw in obviously a big win like you did yesterday. You were just going to get catapulted to the top. Mm -hmm. um, is it right? I'm not sure. He's the first American to win, which surprises me. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I think Patrick Reed had a chance of winning it a couple of years ago, uh, but he's the first American to win it, which again really does surprise me because so many Americans play in the qualifying events and they only have to play in a few European tour events for it to actually properly count. Um, yeah, I'm not, I, I don't want to say it's not right because it that's how the the that's how it's all planned out. That's how that's how it's been designed to be. It's to encourage more of these big names to come and play. I was a little bit disappointed that not all of the big names came and played. For example, John Rahm. Mm -hmm. John Rahm had a legitimate chance of winning the race to Dubai final and he decided not to play. He didn't even fly over, which surprises me. Um, you'll even look on the list here. Colin Marikawa has played 10 events that count. Billy Horsell, 11 events. John Rahm, 9. But then look at someone like Min Woo Lee. You're right. Min Woo Lee is the highest placed player that's won, that's played 21 counting events. Uh, Nikolai um, Hogar has played in 22. Rob McIntyre, 19. They're just not going to... Like, Richard Bland, he's had an unbelievable win, season. Richard Bland has had an unbelievable season. He's come 11th in the race to Dubai. He's played in 23 events. He's played over double what Colin Marikawa has played in. But then he's not won an Open. He's not won a big major tournament. The only way you could make it fair is if only European Tour events yeah. counted. And that's it. No co-sanction, nothing. If if, but then you're not going to bring in the big money. You're not going to you're not going to bring in yeah, five it, million pound purse or whatever it's it was. Something that I must admit again, I've said this many times on the podcast. I'm not a big huge watcher of, of the tour golf. I do dip in and out when things excite me, and this weekend definitely did excite me. So then, when I saw this email this morning, I wanted to dig into a bit deeper, and I, it doesn't bother me either way massively. But it is strange that you can, like I said, you can win the European Tour kind of order of merit, essentially, with three actual European Tour events. I mean, one of which he did he did win. The other two didn't do very well in at all. So it's interesting to hear if, if, if people are watching this on YouTube, comment down below what you think, or if you want to email us, podcast at rickshields.com, and we'll see what people's thoughts are, because it's a funny one, isn't it? The one thing that makes me think that people aren't that fussed, I've never really heard any players complaining about it massively. No. Not massively. I've never heard, let's say, if a Richard Bland coming out this this week and said, this is unfair, I this is not right, because he's only played in half the events I have. But I don't really hear that, because I'm sure the way it's worked out, Richard Bland has made a lot more money than he would have done if it was only exclusive European Tour for yeah. this. So it, it's, it swings around about. So for me, I'm not... Uh, I'm not, obviously not fussed about it. I'm not going to have a big part in this. But for me, it's You're like... You're <laughs> No, no, I think it's fair. I, have to, I actually think it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, it's just how it's set up. Yeah. I just think well, it's it definitely fair. It's fair in terms of how it's set up. It's not like anyone's doing anything kind of dodgy. It's just, is it a true reflection on the European tours number one? Like, is Colin Maracat... Well, I suppose he's the world number two, so he would be. But is he genuinely the, the European tours top player of this last calendar year? I think, yeah... It, because he's only played three times, so yeah. it's a weird one, isn't it? Like, you would say probably Min Woo Lee is. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I'm not that um, bad, I was going to say something else, wasn't I? And also, it's, how weird is this now? It's not European Tour now. It's DP World Tour. So, that, but that's it, gone. European Tour's gone. Well, have you noticed what's happened? So the, today, again, this is Monday the 22nd, recording this. So DP World is... what well, actually is DP... So it's... 
Is it a freight? It's, yeah, it's like to do with shipping, I think, in Dubai right. and stuff like that. But it, the company is called DP World. So the European tour is now called, from today, the DP World Tour. But it doesn't mean it's, it's not DP Space World Tour. It's DP World Tour. Does that make sense? Because it, it could be, people I think, I think it's now a world tour. A lot of the European tour is much broader than just Europe. But anyway, today, this is a bit weird, um, the European tour on Twitter has been renamed to DP World Tour. And they've actually lost the verification badge. It's not no verified way. anymore. Yeah, because if you have a verified Twitter like yeah. Rick does, um, and you change your actual at name, you do typically lose your um, badge. I and mean, they have they've so changed, as, as it changed the name on Facebook as well. As it stands now, I mean, this again might change by the time this goes out. But as it stands, they're not verified anymore. They've lost it. They've still they've got the verification tick on Facebook still, about on Instagram. I don't think they've changed it on Instagram as of yet. I hadn't done this morning anyway when I checked. Um, oh no, they're not. Oh, weirdly, the name's changed, but the at handle hasn't yet. Oh. wonder if they have to, that takes longer to authorise or whatever. Um, what do you think about Rory? What happened? Right, so I watched the golf, watched him finish 18, and then I turned my phone off. I was on the treadmill, you like to know. Nice. Working out. And then I literally looked at my phone then about an hour later, and I saw that he'd come off the golf course and ripped on his shirt like Hulk. Yeah. What happened? So he obviously didn't have a great final round. He was playing with our mate, Sam Horsfield, and neither of them obviously set the world alight. He was leading by, I think, one over Sam Horsfield going into the final round, and quite a few, they were they were a couple of shots ahead of everyone else. And obviously, Rory McIlroy going into that final round has got to think, not that he's got this in the locker. Obviously, there's no, there's no guarantee when you've got players like Colin Morikawa chasing you down. But you'd like to think of someone of Rory McIlroy's ilk, who loves that golf course, who's just shot 65, 70, 67, that he's going to break 70 and win. Yes. You've got to, you've got to imagine that's going to happen. Um, he, he got off to a, a, a kind of a slow start. Um, nothing was kind of going his way. And then towards the back end of the, of the round, I think it was the 15th hole, something really bizarre happened and again i don't think it would have massively changed the result but he, he hit a great drive down 15 he was like 50 yards away from the green or maybe a little bit further about 70 yards away from the green flipped in this lovely little wedge and it pitched one hop just short of the pin six inches short of the pin jumped up hit the pin did you see this clip no i didn't see this one hit the pin now at this point it could drop in the hole mm-hmm. it could drop straight down it could drop in the vicinity obviously it's hit the pin on the, on the volley basically half volley it's then ricocheted and spun back straight into a bunker. Ooh. And like Rory's like looking at his caddy going, what the hell? I mean, when it's not going your de- way, it's not going your way, is it? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I actually saw a clip. It came back up on my Twitter feed today. Colin Morikawa on the second round got a massive uh, break of luck. He's so good with his irons normally. On the 17th hole, the par three over water, he pushed his iron shot and... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite 
of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It hit a water hazard stake. Nice. The yellow stake. <laughs> And it stopped it from going in the water. He chipped and putted it in. It made happens, a par, it? Made yeah. a par on that hole. Now, Rory got a little bit luckier on that same hole as well on the 17th. I think it might have even been the same day. He pulled it left. And instead of it going in the water, it nestled on the rocks. And he had to actually hit a shot off the rocks and end up making four. Or nearly chipped it in for a three. But then you look at those little bits of luck and whatever, and sometimes it just doesn't go your way. And I'm sure Rory probably felt amazing going into that final round. He's been swinging more freely. He's gone back to his old golf coach, Michael Bannon. Um, he seems to be swinging it unbelievably well again, hitting these like low bullet driver shots, which yeah, I've never seen him hit. Um, and you've got to think he's kind of, it's not going his way. That's happened on 15. He's obviously walked off. He's fuming with his result. He's end up finishing. But why do you rip your shirt? Tied six. He's obviously gone back in the player's hut, whatever it is, oh, looked, looked himself in the mirror and tried to hulk his way out of his top. Really don't get the ripping. I get anger on the golf course. <laughs> I borderline get snapping a club. I don't condone snapping a club, but I get it. It's certainly if you're getting your clubs for free. <laughs> did you ripping see the, your shirt open looks like a little baby. Did you see the meme? No, I'm not seeing oh the meme. God, meme so me funny. up, please. So I think it was Golf Gods that shared it. Right. I don't know if they created it. Let me just double check. Uh, who shared Who? I oh know For the Tour created it, right? So funny this. It's Roy McIlroy stood there with his shirt ripped open, and he's got his, he's on his phone isn't he, at that point. Do you see that? Yeah. And he and the they show you what he's texting, right? He's texting Tiger. <laughs> so he goes, "Hey Tiger," and Tiger goes, "What's up, Roy? Remember the swing video you showed me the other day?" <laughs> and Tiger goes, "Yeah, the goat is almost back. Looks like no green jacket for you in 2022. <laughs> Obviously, this is not real. He's put L F U. Anyway." You think you could post that swing video today? Oh, my days. <laughs> he's gone, sure, but why? And Rory's gone, while he's still got his phone, I'll explain in a bit. I've got to go Nike are calling. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was very, uh, very clever. But um, listen, I, I think he's obviously got the talent. He's obviously got everything in the locker. He just he, he could win more. He should win more. And I'm probably, it's one of those moments, end of the season, he's just gone. Oh, you could rip your own shit like that. I don't know. 
I really wish we'd got a shirt and we could try. <laughs> um, I think it's some doing that, you know. It, oh, he's a strong lad, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's a strong lad, but to rip your shirt like that, it really must have been ankle on. I'm not at this practice. I'm doing this. Um, <laughs> come on. No, come on, rip your shirt. Come on, Rick. Rick, Rick, Rick. <laughs> oh, if you're scared, it's like, oh, you're scared. Sorry, everyone listening and watching. Rick's a bit scared. Um, I'm actually not sure what score would make me want to rip my shirt. 93? Yeah. It's not the question. It? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the realm. What shooting ninety three now? Um, but yeah, so that's all the, a lot of golf there. Too feel, much golf. Yeah, a bit too much. We'll come on to our golf bit later. Can on. I come into a little bit more golf? Oh, is it good? Go on. What, what are you going no, go go to go next? Gonna go, go I on. think it's amazing. Go on then. So I also caught a bit of the LPGA. Okay. Right. And are you actually watching this by the way on like Instagram? Yeah, yeah. on okay. Instagram, Twitter, not live. I don't. I, I do watch, watch when you a lot of this, I just have interest when you're at the golf this weekend. Do you watch much of it actually on my, live on my just, phone? Yeah, yeah on my you phone do watch live it. now. TV. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, but, but then I like. Go on, go on. Sorry, no, I'll watch like five minutes and do something else and come back to it. I don't sit there very often and watch it unless it's like a major. The the only thing that frustrates me, and you can do it now on YouTube. So I've got the thing okay. back where I can swipe off. Yeah, you can swipe the video off the main screen, but it's still on. Yeah, yeah, and so I can go on other stuff yeah, and yeah. I can check whatever. It's the only thing that annoys me with watching live TV. You can't do that, and there's adverts. Drives yeah. me insane. So many ad- I think there's so many adverts, but I know they've got to pay the bills. Um, so, so, but the LPGA I did watch mainly online and watch loads on Twitter and stuff like this because it was the highest winner's check that's ever been. Over a million dollars or something. $1.5 million. Nice, isn't it? Uh, Jin Young Ko won, right? But that's not the amazing things. No, you're going to say. The greens. She hit 63 consecutive greens in regulation. That is outrageous. <laughs> Apparently, there was a stat as well. Tiger, in his best year, 2000, hit 29 greens in regulation. That was, his, oh, that was the most he's ever done. This this woman Jin Young Ko hit sixty three greens in regulation. I think she missed a green on Thursday at some point, halfway yeah. around, I suppose. Yeah, it'd be about halfway. And around, then all the way through to the end of the tournament. From from it would have been the ninth hole on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I think roughly from that point onwards. Then she didn't miss a green in regulation. That is ridiculous. <laughs> that is <laughs> very very impressive. Um, and also Nasa Takacha came yes. second. Well, that's again. You get on a video with Rick, you will win. She, uh, well, she comes second, but she, yeah, well, she <laughs> it's win money. We you'll win money. <laughs> she, uh, I don't know what second place was, but I just think, obviously, first off, I do a hundred percent believe that obviously women's sport they should get paid so much more than they, they do. So it's great to see now they're breaking these massive records. Um, and well done, amazing tournament. And Ed, listen to shoot sixty three greens in regulation. You absolutely deserve to win. Mm-hmm. Do you want to come on to a little golf confession? So, new I feature. Like it's become a very popular feature, this. Yeah, we've had so many emails in, and if you've got one to send in, please do. It's podcast at rickshields.com. Um, we've got loads, we want more, because I think we're going to try this for as long as we can, because there's such a good variety. Last week, the first one we had was a cheat. Yes. Then we had the guy that jumped onto the golf course without paying. Yep. So we're trying to like vary it up a little bit. We still yeah. do want all sorts of like cheats and that, because they are always, I love listening to you that cheat at golf. Imagine, um, imagine, so this is from uh, Anonymous. I played in. Dubai, and after my round, I decided to rip my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but this one this week, so we, we've kind of called it Golf Confessions. I've also kind of called it Forgive or Condemn. But we, this today, I don't think there's much to forgive. It's just a funny one. You okay. ready for this? Go on. <laughs> right. the, the, the title of the email is Golf Confessions dash trying to impress my class. Okay, so it says, Hi, Rick and Guy. We listened to the Golf Confessions this week and realised I need to get some off my chest. Dot, 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 dot. Nice. I just moved countries 
and I'm a senior in high school. I'm from the UK, but I go to an American school. So he's moved to America. At my old school, we had a golf team and I was the captain, which I made everyone aware of by having captain and then his surname on the back of my hoodie. Nice. (laughs) I was naive and weird, I know. Which is (laughs) even weird. (laughs) When I moved to my new school in America, I got quite nervous on my first day. When doing first day introductions, um, I got asked what I do in my free time. (laughs) Okay. I said I was a professional golfer. As soon as I said it, and you had messed up. Anyway, I went on to tell a story of how I was asked to turn pro last year and denied it because I wanted to continue on school and go to a good university, but then told them I actually had since turned pro and that um, I was a brand rep for some made-up golf brands, and now everyone thinks I'm basically a top professional. Oh I am a plus-one handicapper, and I was asked by school counsellors last year whether I considered turning pro instead of going on and carrying on at school, but I decided to stay at school. I want to get this off my chest and let the world know I am not a professional golfer. I got a bit nervous on my first day and wanted to impress the other people in my class. <laughs> <laughs> he's told a little bit of a white lie and not been able to get his way out of it. I it? like how he's had to invent fake golf brands. Well, rather say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm a tailor-made ambassador. He's made up a random golf brand and said he's ambassador for that brand. Oh my God. What's your advice then? What, what? I think I can forgive him. It's not the biggest lie in the world. It's it's a hundred percent something I would have A hundred percent out of, uh, I probably did. I don't, honestly, that, that is definitely a, a, something I would do. I, I've done it too many times where I've, I said something, and why have you said that? And, and I just have to go with it for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, wow. Um, I, I don't I can't I don't know what advice to give him, but I mean he could turn pro. He could, yeah, and that's all he's off plus one. Lies. He could actually turn pro, you just rescind it rescind your uh, your amateur status. Um and he's obviously good enough. I think where it would have really fallen down your story, let's say if he was off like seven or eight or something, mm. and he's and like but he's off obviously a good player, he's off plus one. Um oh, I don't know. And my punishment for him, it's not a massive one. Uh, I want him to lose his putter head cover, so he's got no head cover in his putter. So he's a bit of an inconvenience. I have to buy a new one off eBay for nineteen ninety nine. Okay, that's that's, a, that's enough for that's me. Quite a good punishment. I feel like you've been thinking about that. No, one. I just thought of it on the spot. <laughs> um, punishment. Uh, oh, it's a bit of a nasty one. But the next time you are playing for your team, do you still play for the team or not? Now? I don't think there's a team at this school. From what you were saying, next time you are on the first tee. I'm sorry, but you're going to have to top it 50 yards yeah. in front of everyone. As many people as watching as possible. Yeah. <laughs> and like then you turn around and go, I'm not a pro. <laughs> it's all been a lie. <laughs> Rick Shield told me to start lying. That's funny. Um, so yeah, that was a good one. But we, again, we want, we want these every week because I really enjoy them. So if you've got one, send them in, podcastrickshields.com. Um, the more elaborate, the better. So let's get on to the real new. We've had the kind of poxy European tour, DP World Tour, whatever it's called, and some bloke called Tiger Woods can hit a golf ball again, whatever. Um, but last week we played golf. We did. We um, went to Formby Ladies Golf Club, which, as I said earlier on, I'm now a big fan of. For, for, for several reasons, the greens, are go- some. the greens are great. It's got lovely thick rough that really contrasts the nicely cut fairways. The condition for this time of year in northwest England is phenomenal um it's quite short in length so you can either go with driver and drive the greens or play safe with the five iron if you go for the green there's thick rough to deal with all of those reasons the staff were lovely uh, it was a lovely sunny day and Anne, Anne's lovely isn't she 
Anne was a very nice lady, an Irish lady. Who, what's her actual club secretary? I think she's club secretary. She was very, very nice. Very kind of, um, what, what word would I say? Like Pleasant. Just, yeah, pl- a really pleasant lady. And I think she's Irish hospitality, isn't yeah, it, I think? She was, she was really, really nice. I, I was meant to feel at home. I also won the match, which did help. Oh, right. But, okay. I was um, when you were going to come on to this. <laughs> well, we had a little... Uh, we were going to play... We just... We played a match, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, You've won a few before. Yeah, willy-nilly, blah, blah, blah. But this was the real match. We said on the first tee, this is the match that is... Whoever wins is the <laughs> best golfer. <laughs> and we shook hands all. on it. We went... <laughs> spat, weirdly, we spat on our hands each. And then shook hands. And um, two men were there who witnessed it. Um, John and Ian, who said, yeah, we've witnessed this. So this is the final fact. This is the real match. So I said, fine, I'm not that close, but fine. Um, so we played. You battered me. Demolished, I think. was. I, yeah. I played absolutely horrendous. Yeah, I lost two balls as well, so I wasn't great, but still. No, go on. Let's, let's have a little bit of a, all in jest, but it was a really nice day. Well, what, what was funny, it was, it was quite a pleasant day. It was a bit chilly, a bit cold, but wasn't well, sunny raining. as well, weird. Um, and I thought, right, I could do it. Let's do a bit of a, a section for the podcast, obviously. Content. We need content, content desperately, as you can tell. And not play with Guy for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, whatever it may. Oh no, we played at Adventure, didn't we? But whatever, whatever. I thought, where's a golf course that could really beat him? At? <laughs> <laughs> He's crap with his driver, so why don't I take him somewhere dead, dead tight? Anyway, what I hadn't anticipated is because it was so tight. I don't think you hit driver once, did you? I didn't. I lost it. That was one driver. That was a provisional ball as well. Yeah. <laughs> so dr- guy didn't hit driver once. Which surprised me. He hit five iron a lot. And because mm-hmm. of that, he was hitting longer irons into the greens, but hitting a lot of greens. Yeah. Like almost 63 greens. In almost. Yeah. We played 18, we had 17 holes. One was shut for maintenance. I actually hit 64 greens. So that's why it's got a little asterisk next to the, exactly. uh, yeah. to, the, to, the, the to the match. Cause it's not really a win. Um, on the contrast, I don't think I've ever hit driver as good. You you nailed it, or as straight. But ever. This, this is the issue, right? So we, it's a short. Got to tell you what, though. On a, just on a serious note, though, for me, ladies, golf course is phenomenal. I was really impressed. And you have that choice. If you're a longer hitter like you are, you can either go with your driver and get up to these par fours in in one, or even get. It sounds silly. There were some par fives you could not put it close to, but get a long one yeah. down. But if you hit driver. Genuinely, there's there's rough to deal with. You didn't hit much rough. You were really oh, accurate. I honestly hit driver so bloody straight, but there was a problem. With there that. was a problem with that. You had a lot of flicks. I had a lot of shots under a hundred yards off perfect tight fairway. Yeah, which probably I didn't realise till I was driving home that day and going, "Oh, that was a mistake," because <laughs> you're not very good from there, Rick. Like normally, when I hit good wedge shots, I'm out of the rough. Where there's a little bit of forgiveness, yeah. I, can, I can get the club underneath the ball a little bit. When I was on these tight links turf, not feeling the most confident with my wedges in the world, trying to hit these little flick shots, often hitting second into the green. So guys already on the green typically. The amount of wedge shots I missed the green on was actually scary. Yeah. Like really, 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 really scary. So I missed so many greens, didn't get up and down, made a lot of silly bogeys from nowhere. Putting wasn't great, even though I hold some good ones. Um and then weirdly, you were way, way, way ahead of me in the match. Around kind of 16, I managed to claw it back yeah. within one or two. It was within two. And then the very next hole, it all went. I got. A, I thought I'd lost my ball. Oh, got such a, a mess up that hole. So 17th hole, there's only two shots in it now. Guys blocked it right. I've crushed one down the fairway, but weirdly found the fairway bunker, which yeah. I didn't think I was going to reach. We're looking for guys' ball for probably about six minutes. Yeah. 
It was about six minutes. Um, but there's no one behind us, no yes. rush, you know, whatever. So my, I managed to find his golf ball because I'm really nice like that. I walked past it like three or four times. And then you knew that you wanted to thought, lose oh, with dignity. I better, I better tell him it's What there, was that stuff I? you'd say it was in? It was like um, Heathlandy stuff, wasn't it? It wasn't rough. It was like... Um, what do they call it? It's almost like when you have a gauze bush, but on the floor. Yeah. I can't explain well, what like it is. mini trees on yeah, the floor. Yeah, weird. Farmer ball and that. What actually is it? I can't I think now. Hit a 54 degree, I think, to like you 10 You played a great shot. So I was in this fairway bunker about 60 yards away, but a bit too close to the lip. And I played an okay shot, got to the front edge, rolled it up there to within a two foot. And we weren't playing gimmies. We were trying to knock everything in. You just missed a tiny one on the hole before, yeah. which got it back to two. The very next hole, I'd a foot away, a foot and a half. I went to knock it in, missed it. I was like, great, that's a nice bogey. Well done, Rick. Guy knocks it in for birdie. Yeah. Takes a four-shot lead coming down the last. That's what I do. So you, beat, you beat me by four? Beat you by four. Yeah, that's, yeah. but it was... <laughs> Look that's at what, his face. You know what, though? On a serious <laughs> note, it was it was good. I enjoyed it, etc. But, as you said before, I can't hit driver. I need to I need to work on it. I need to get it back because it's part of the fun playing golf, hitting your driver, isn't it? It just is. But I've also learned, if I'm going playing golf casually... Just don't even hit it because I know it feels like I'm almost admitting defeat. But I know if I hit just long irons off the tee and keep it in play, I'll enjoy the day more. And I'm playing yeah. so infrequently that when I do play, I just want to enjoy it. Yeah. And if I can just keep it in play, and even, I have some holes are in five iron off the tee, which is ridiculous when I cut it driver and a bit of wind behind and get it up towards the green. But I thought if I do it driver, I might lose it. At least hit a five iron, keep it in play, play the golf course and just enjoy it. What's scary for me at the moment, I feel like I can hit but with my driver. I've got more accuracy where I'm going to land the golf ball on my driver than I do with a with a sand wedge in my hand. Yeah. Which is quite scary. So I need to work on that. Um, we'll have more matches, more updates coming soon. Yeah. Big news. We not This is going to be super, super uh, annoyingly, um, what am I going to say? How am I trying to word this? Limited in what I'm going to say. But we saw a driver last week from a brand that's coming out next year. One of the mm. big, big brands. Looks really nice. I think, uh, honestly, and and... You, you kind of got to go off looks a little bit these days because there's not loads and loads of different in technology. I'm, obviously, the brands will say there is. But I must admit, this time the brand wasn't claiming the world. No. It was a very small increment, uh, incremental change, if any. But honestly, the look of this driver, drivers in the lineup. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Really nice. I know it's annoying we can't say more than that, but we, we just can't. And it's, But yeah. There's got some good-looking drives coming next year. Where there's, they perform better. There's, a, there's a really good-looking one and then a very different one. Yes. Which we definitely can't talk about because we shouldn't have even seen that yet. We saw a little leak. Um, so, yeah, they'll all be coming very soon. I feel like I've got quite a lot of questions here on Facebook and I probably should have prepped it a bit better and okay. got some saved and I don't, haven't done. So let me have a quick just look. Go, just go just, off the top. Um, yeah, okay. I'm just scrolling down the page. I feel like I should be able to pad this out. I'll tell you what we, we need to pad out, actually. Um, the Speed Golf video went out last week. Didn't yes. massively do that well on views, which is annoying, even though it was a really good video. So if you haven't seen it, go and watch that one. It's called Sprint Golf. i changed the name or something as well. How have you done? The fastest round of golf I've ever seen. So that's what it was. Probably not as good a title, but it's fine. <laughs> we needed to try something. Yeah. We needed to resuscitate it somehow. Um, so I filmed the video with... Uh, He's a golf pro, isn't he? I keep forgetting this. He's a it? golf pro. He's a PJ yeah. golf pro. We, we mentioned this, the, the kind of story, I think, on the last podcast the one did. before, but something that we wouldn't really do on air then, like, well, let's just, on air, not on a radio, but let's just do it anyway. Why do you think that video's not done as well as it could have done? Because it's had about 200,000 views to now, which yes. is after all day, it went out Friday afternoon, so it's all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and now some of Monday. 
What do you think? Um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, bar the facts that people just may be not interested in it, potentially. Um, I, for me, it, I think it was one of the... Obviously, because we were on shoot and we were witnessing it, it was one of my favourite video shoots I've done oh, it was very, for, for a very, very long yeah, time. Yeah. There was loads going on, loads of different camera angles. You might have even appreciated a little... We hired an FPV drone, which is one of these drone pilots that basically like whiz round and do all this stuff, and it's dead cool. And we, it, we you know, filtered a bit of that in. Um, we just did loads of really cool stuff on the video. Hat cam, GoPros, me running after him, which got a lot of comments, um, which I've now started to analyse my running technique yeah, a lot more good. now after that. I need to really consider, think think how I run these days. A little bit like Raheem Sterling. Very much so. Like a T-Rex. Yeah. Like a T-Rex yeah. meets Raheem Sterling. <laughs> um, what was interesting... It's Rick's phone. Uh, I started watching the video. I'm just trying to get the views up. Just give me a minute. Um, you, go on. I ran the golf course on Friday when the video went live. And I ran the Marriott on the paths, which is longer than St. Anne's Old Links if I was playing it, I think. It was seven thousand it was seven point one six kilometers and I ran it in thirty seven minutes. So not a record breaking time, obviously. I really enjoyed that by the way. I yeah. run. Really enjoyed nice. it. Um he Luke played golf on an eighteen hole golf course in forty three minutes, arguably a little bit shorter than the run I did. I mean, that's a pretty incredible feat. It is, but I think on hindsight, I mean, it was a great video to shoot. Luke was a very passionate guy, and it's a, a different type of golf that is. It's always nice for people to see other types of golf because yeah. we do again think of golf being very linear, hole one to eighteen, in a three ball, in a four ball, whatever. So it, it is always interesting when people t- take it to a different kind of way and, and play it in a different kind of way, but. I think for me, the reason it probably didn't do as well as we would have liked is that people don't play golf at time, do they? So people play golf, obviously, for score. That's that's the ultimate. How many shots you need to get this golf ball into that hole? Now, everybody who does play golf kind of fairly regularly know that one of the downsides to golf is it can take a long time. Certainly in a four ball on a Saturday in a comp, you can be pushing five hours. But a lot of the comments I saw, people, some people were really getting it, and that's incredible, uh, incredible feat of athleticism. Other people saying, I don't get it. Why is he bothering running around? It's just kind of not what golf is. So I just wonder that like, if people just see it and just don't really, not get it because there's not much to get, but just don't really appreciate it. Like you don't play golf to for speed. Do you play for score? It's probably a little bit like how I could imagine some people not understanding or getting long drive, for example. Yeah, but equally, I kind of get that. But hitting the ball far is part of golf. You don't have to hit it far. But we all know that the further you hit it, typically it's an advantage. And we all know our limits, don't we? So I might know, for example, I might hit the ball 200 yards. So if somebody can hit it 300, I think, wow, that's so far. I can't imagine that. But most people, although, although they know that they're not as fit as Luke, they don't play golf running. So yeah, they, you almost can't. Do you know what I mean? I would. It, it's one of those sports, let's say, or one of those types of sports. That, and I mentioned it after the Olympics this year. I would honestly love to see not just golf played at the Olympics in the way it's played, i.e. 72 holes, yep. you know, four rounds of golf. I would love to see things like speed golf in the Olympics or long drive in the Olympics or things that are, are just so different and almost very easy to sit back and, con- and consume that mm-hmm. type of... It's different. Just yeah. nine holes. Who can and, and, like, there's a world record. 
Like, what's mad? The world record. We we only discovered this the video the day we released the video. The world record for eighteen holes of golf played by an individual without any assistance, i.e., no golf cart or whatever it is, was done in Royal County in County Down in Ireland, and it was twenty seven minutes. Yeah. Didn't say what he shot, but 27 minutes to get around. He's obviously played pretty well. The golf course was 6,200 yards. And that actually happened in 1987. So like 34 years ago, that took place. That's crazy. Can't believe no one has beat it since. But do you think as well with that, like if you think of the 100 metres... 100 metres is always 100 metres. It's going to be on a flat course. Now obviously there's temperature, might be wind. I don't don't really understand athletics. but So there's going to be some certain elements that can affect how an athlete performs but ultimately 100 meters over 100 meters of course that golf course like you said i don't know where it was how downhill it was how like i don't know like it might be one of those weird golf courses where it is literally all downhill yeah somehow you finish at the bottom of the hill and whatever i don't know or, or if it was done in the summer imagine if like a proper burnt out golf course where the ball would just roll forever yeah and he played this like little scurry low shot and then just legged it after it question for you then this is a good one so Obviously, you enjoyed making that video about speed golf, and it, it was a nice video. If people haven't watched it, I do suggest go and, go and give it a watch. But you obviously, on the day, were quite in awe of him, naturally, as we all were. He had to be. It was just, it was mad. But are you now bothered about watching it again? Like, would you, not not the video, but would you want to watch speed? Do you feel you've seen it now? I've seen that. That was interesting. Done. Would you actually, like, if he said, I'm playing in the World Championships next, next week and my full round is on YouTube, would you I actually think, want to watch it? I think if somebody it? said me, it, it'd have to be time now, I think. Like because mm-hmm. I know he went round in 43 minutes. Yeah. If then suddenly someone said he went round in 35 minutes, I'd be like, whoa. But would you sit on the same course, though? If that was that's a different it. course, yeah. you didn't know. No, it doesn't no. resonate as well, does it? No, that's true. Because if that, you, you, know, if you don't know, I think, yeah, get, I think as well, this, sound, this would never happen. <laughs> we could never do this. But people watching the video, if it was their own course, yes. I think they'd appreciate it even more. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I, I honestly, whether, I don't think we'd ever do this with a video. I think we'd learn our lesson that speed golf isn't as popular yet, maybe. I think I could beat an hour. I think I could get around in under an hour. I do. Challenge. I do. I think if I ran, if I did it at St. Anzold Links as well, because I think that was literally the most perfect course for it, personally. Yeah. Because it's flat, it's not super long. The tees and greens are they close to each other. I honestly think if I ran that golf course, I think I could do it around about 30 minutes. So to play it, I think I could do it in under an hour. Fair play, we'll see next week. <laughs> um, how far in are we, Matt? That's think, good, yeah, good time. I think it's been quite a golf-focused one this week. But yeah, really sorry we, about that. We everyone. can talk golf if needed. No, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. I'm sorry it was too golf for Next week, we're going badminton. <laughs> we're going monster energy. We're going beans on toast, Cadbury's bars. But one thing we'll definitely talk about is the wonderful St. Andrew's Old Course Hotel. Oh, absolutely. 100%. It's two-week sponsorship, so it's definitely going to spoke up next week. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you like and subscribe and do whatever you want to do. We'll see you next week on the Rich Hills Golf Show podcast. (laughs) Do whatever you want to do, nice. (laughs) Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.